0: cape talk
1: join the conversation and now consumer talk featuring wendy nola Welcome to Consumer Talk and the Consumer journalist Wendy Nola, who is with us in studio today. We are going to be talking about a, a European hotel which went horribly long uh, within a few minutes uh, and uh, of, a, of a Cape Town couple's arrival at this particular hotel. Wendy will tell us more as to exactly what happened and what followed. Uh, but, you know, subsequently... Uh, They were charged in full for two night stays, having been categorized as no shows. Uh, And what did the international booking platform do, which is more important? When you sit here and you book internationally, you need to be able to know, first of all, that the pictures are true pictures of what you are seeing and that when you get to your destination on arrival, that you have some kind of recourse if something actually does goes wrong. We also make space for online calls on 214 or on the WhatsApp line at 072567-1567. Our second topic that Wendy will be unpacking this afternoon uh, and a very interesting question. Can previously frozen food be labeled as fresh? Yes, or no? Is it acceptable? Is it a legal practice? Is it an illegal practice? But Wendy will chat to us about that. Wendy, good afternoon, and it's wonderful to see you again.
2: La good to be here across the desk.
1: So, what what happened? What went okay, wrong? Because so this, this I'm was, scared of booking online.
2: Yeah, well, I think it's become the norm for many of us. Um, we use a range of accommodation platforms, both locally based and internationally, that, that, that cover um, local as well. And for the most part, they all go extremely well. But consumer talk is about highlighting the things that went wrong and what we can learn from them and what we can should and shouldn't expect from companies. So, this was a... Um, a real faulty towers experience that a Cape Town couple had in Turkey. And they were seasoned uh, booking.com um, clients, literally hundreds of bookings, apparently. Um, but this one just, you know, it was, a, it was very faulty towers-esque, but without the humor. So let's, um, well, I suppose leading up to, to, to that um case study let's just say that generally we when we book on these platforms we pay the host on arrival or shortly afterwards in the case of airbnb um airbnb actually um um, bills the uh, takes the payment um 24 hours after arrival so that the guest you and i have an opportunity to report things that are horribly wrong um I think it's a subjective thing, but obviously we're looking at things that are gross misrepresentation or, you know, we booked a, uh, two rooms and they gave us uh, two separate rooms and they gave us interleading or whatever, just something contrary to what you ordered and paid for. Um, so and then, you know, the platform Airbnb will then attempt to accommodate you. But while I have found Airbnb's international and local liaison team to be incredibly engaging and responsive when I take up media queries on behalf of, of, of listeners, that has sadly not been my experience with Booking.com. I've sent several emails over a number of months to the platform's international media media relations address that they have on their website about a variety of issues and never had even an an acknowledgement, let alone a response. Nevertheless, I had high hopes. I thought maybe this time would be different given the seriousness of listener Tony Heath's experience. So Tony's email to us recently began, as an avid listener to your weekly consumer slot and after a most frustrating runaround from Booking.com during a recent trip to Turkey, I feel that your forum is my last resort in attempting to correct what is clearly a a total neglect of my consumer rights by Booking.com regarding a specific booking which we had during this trip. He went on to say... He sent me a very long email trail. He said, it's it's one of at least 20 communications uh, between myself and booking.com's customer service and in inverted commas, personnel for a week or so after this incident and during our trip in Turkey. In a nutshell, the Heaths made a booking a month in advance for the 12th to the 14th of September at a pension, a little hotel in Kass, Turkey. They traveled five hours by bus from Antalya to Kass, arriving at this little pantheon at around four o'clock in the afternoon on on September the 12th. Tony says, we'd struggled to find the property and we're pretty much soaked in sweat on arrival and requested that we first shower before coming down to present our passports and pay the due fee for the two nights, which was 117 euros. The lady, I guess the owner, confirmed that this was an order and we went up to our room to take a quick shower. I thought, let's um, have Tony tell us what happened um, from then on. Um, in his own words, did we have Tony with Tony,
1: us? Tony, a very good afternoon to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Hi, Zane. Hi, Wendy. Thanks for having me on, on the show.
2: Pleasure. Thanks for agreeing to come and tell your story, which is a pretty horrid one. Won't you talk us through what happened when you turned the taps on for this much-awaited shower after your long journey?
0: Okay, well, so, so we we arrived there and we were soaked in sweat, so went upstairs, I caught just a part of your uh, preamble, yeah. and um, and I I went into the shower, well, I undressed and went into the shower and uh, tried to switch it on and, and water came out of everywhere uh, 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 on the vertical uppipe uh, <laughs> and none out of the shower head. Uh, it, it was a kind of a fangled i don't know it was a weird contraption they had but it, it it had some taps a couple of taps on the down the side but basically it was broken it was so i i, I obviously i couldn't use it so i i put on a pair of running shorts and uh, went downstairs or to try and find the lady eventually found her and just asked her to come up and have a look and she i showed her what was happening and she said, oh, you know, she didn't speak very good English, but she said she'll get a plumber and they will come and repair it. So I said, fine. And we waited and waited, my wife and myself. And after about uh, 45 minutes, I think, I went down again because I was just sitting around sitting with a towel around me waiting for <laughs> it. Uh, and I uh, went down with my shorts and just my shorts on uh, and uh, said, look, wait. and uh, she eventually landed up uh, in, in the bathroom with some guy who I assumed was a husband or the owner uh, as well. And he looked. He was pretty aggressive when he came in. He just looked like he wasn't happy. Um, and she she told me at this point that the Russians who had been in there pre- the previous uh, night had broken the shower. So, uh, <laughs> the crazy. Russians. Say gone. So, so the Russians. Yeah. So so eventually um, he he arrived. He looked at it and they came out and they well, she, he didn't speak any English. But, uh, but she indicated that there's nothing they could do about it. We just have to spare, spend the the two nights there in this. Now we paid. It was a, I get a special discount because I think I heard you say that I'm a seasoned. Yes. I've been using it for 11 years. I, I, I've traveled extensively. I've done motorbike trips around the world and things like that. Uh, and I've used onlybooking.com. And this is why I'm so adamant that and when I got back, Tony, I was going to deal with it. Yes. yes.
2: If I can butt in here, was this the first negative experience you'd had, the first time you tried to get some kind of re course from 10 the years platform for the
0: first time. Okay. I've, I've only so posted that's... reviews in the past and possibly picked up uh, things that weren't that good And but I'm pretty I, I normally land up because I'm, I do a lot of research and anyway so, so he uh, they, and I, I simply said to him look this is not okay can you give us another room and they said no we're full I said well that's not okay I'm sorry I, we, we've got to be able to shower we, I mean my, wife's, well, <laughs> my wife and myself are almost 70 and I'm uh, yeah, um, she was. She also has a rheumatoid arthritis, so so I had to leave her in the square while I tried to find this place. So it was pretty harrowing. And uh, uh, and he he literally just came. He came out of the bathroom, grabbed our case which was in the room at that point, and literally threw it into the passage. And I like <laughs> thought, well, are you giving us no room? <laughs> and and he, he he indicated that we must get up. Showed you the door, uh, literally. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I couldn't believe it. So. So can of I can I just clarify of this? Because
2: I mean, whenever questions. I take up these, uh, well, not whenever, often when I take up these kind of places, when I am able to engage with the service provider, they will say, oh, the, they'll try and divert the issue by saying, well, the the, the customer was abusive in some way. You no, you no. you weren't swearing, you weren't shouting, no, you weren't no, no, no. prodding him with your finger, anything like that. Not, okay. nothing of the sort. Just got to get he that just clear. You
0: told us to get out. He didn't. In other words, and I assumed I, I didn't expect him to throw our bag out of the door. But I assumed, okay, well, you can't offer us what you what you uh, I pay, I'm paying for, so we must leave. So I left, and I spent about the next hour and a half finding it's very busy in Kash, It's a very popular place, and I found a place for one night, uh, which was a so period. It was unbelievable. It was cheaper. <laughs> uh, but eventually, I found one, um, and I didn't expect him to charge us. And the next day, I noticed that he charged us the full amount of two thousand and eighty-eight rand. I think it was for the two nights. I think I get something like a twenty percent discount because of the the amount of times that like, yeah. uh, I use Booking. dot com. Yeah. And I I tried. I think I had five different people come back to me on their so called customer. I call it disservice, but it's, uh, <laughs> right. uh, It it it, it, it's, uh, it was ridiculous, and eventually. I just had to give up and uh, after about five days i thought now i'm not gonna let this spoil my holiday further uh and i i'm just so the money isn't the thing the money the what is the thing here is that i i don't feel that i can use com again after 10 years or 11 years actually uh i Unless they, well, first of all, do something about this, this establishment and secondly, uh, make good in some way. They offered me, eventually they came back to me apologizing and offered me 17 euros as a, I don't know what, compensation or something. And I, I well, I didn't. It was didn't,
2: 100 euros uh, less than what you paid. And then it went up when you pushed, it went up to what they said was the absolute (laughs) maximum of 25 euros. And what caught my attention, um, Tony, is um, they've said here, the written response that you got was, um, we have forwarded your feedback to the accommodation as well, and they have not confirmed any free cancellation or full refund. Please note that we are not the charging party or can make, or can legally make a property refund against for complaints. The maximum amount we can offer is twenty five euros. Please confirm if you'd like to accept the additional amount, referring to the fact that they originally offered you that seventeen. Um, and your point, and the other thing which you haven't mentioned, of course, is that the that couple claimed to Booking.com that you and your wife were no-shows. no, shows,
0: we're no show, Which yes.
2: meant that they were entitled to keep your money and they were also, in effect, blocking any means that you would have had to go onto the platform and leave exactly. a review of exactly what had happened to you. And that left you, didn't it, feeling that, you know, this may have happened before and it was a way for such... Um, uh, um, hosts, accommodation owners to possibly manipulate the system went now and then um, and get yes. full payment for, for you know, in exchange for ethically you art and not providing any service. Um, and
0: not have any negative review. Exactly.
2: Ne- not having a negative review. So all the reviews were glowing. Um, yeah. And that really, so y- you felt, and this was the first time you've had to uh, clearly, had to rely on the on the platform to back you up with anything like anything like this. That there was, apart from that twenty five euro, which was you know far less than you than you'd been charged, that there was they were not taking any responsibility at all for their host behaviour, which is yes. unfortunate. And there it left. There it
0: yeah, well, eventually I just I just dropped it, and and I'm still getting correspondences from them asking me if I. Like, well, I had it for quite a few days after that, asking me if I if I wanted to, and also to ask me if I was a no show. And I'd sent them copious correspondence, probably about twenty of them, detailing exactly what we've just discussed.
2: Yeah, and, I sh-
0: and they, they weren't. No. There were five or six people that were that were obviously to the a call centre of some sort. So yeah. no one was, and I asked them please to escalate it, and that clearly wasn't done.
2: Right. So I reached out to Booking.com via that website, that, that media relations email address, as I said, last Tuesday, plenty of time for them to respond. When I'd heard nothing, I did ask for a response sometime last week, um, which is my usual modus operandi and almost all corporates do um, do um, oblige. Um, so when I'd heard nothing by Monday, I thought, oh, gosh, I try to check the address. Uh, yes, it was correct. Um, according to their website so on Monday I engaged with booking.com via their Twitter account Um, The people manning that account confirmed that I had sent my query to the right address they said I must dm them and they'll get a team leader to get in touch I said look it's a whole um, long media query please just give me another address dm me another address or get someone to contact me because I need a response Nothing, nothing, nothing. Yesterday, be patient, I was told on Monday, because I was agitating a little bit. Um, yesterday, nothing. So I went back and said, you know, uh, still nothing. And, um, of course, now I've just lost it. I had, a, I saw six hours ago. Um. here we go, seven hours ago from Booking.com. Hi there, Wendy. As mentioned in our previous reply, this was raised internally with our specialized team, and we'll update you as soon as we have more information. In the meantime, we want to thank you for your understanding and That's patience. A,
1: that sounds like an answer that it's, comes from a bot. It's,
2: it's eight it's days. ago. It it's eight, exactly a
1: month ago.
2: today. Yeah, and my media was eight days ago. I'm sorry, not even an acknowledgement. And this is not, an, not a case that they have to Investigate from scratch, right? This is a fully ventilated case, and I asked very specific questions around: Can is you, can you really not offer any other support than or recourse than twenty five euros? And can you know what about the no-show? How, how does a, a guest navigate that? This word against this. I would say, Tony, I did ask you if you took pictures, and I can quite understand in your Basil County Basil faulty encounter, <laughs> rather that it was kind of not top of mind. For, but for anyone listening, and I stress this over and over, if you having if you start seeing your 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 accommodation story going a bit pear. Take the videos, take the photos, get your evidence. Um, but I don't think it was ever in dispute, I think, Tony, that you you were there. You can describe the place in, in pretty, pretty colorful detail. But yeah, just a bit of advice to throw in there. So unfortunately, uh, Tony, um, yeah. uh, thus far, apparently there's a specialized team working on this. And I'd be very happy to come back to this next week and, 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 and air their response whenever it is that they consider it appropriate to send me the response but we have to leave it there for now and just thank you for for bringing this rather extreme example to to our attention Tony as Heath warning. with
1: us this afternoon we're chatting this afternoon in our segment uh, consumer segment we are we're chatting to Wendy Nola our consumer talk and consumer journalist uh, and and that was the first topic that we uncovered sort of unraveled about a, a very bad encounter that, that happened overseas and um, yeah, the gist of their response was where they totally abrogate their responsibility in a long-standing um, sort of regular client. I mean, this client for I 11 know. years.
2: I know. Uh, and clearly not a moaner because he's had really good experience and I think that's important context. He hasn't had a, a bad yeah. experience but the point is when there is a bad experience and the hosts are being completely unreasonable. You uh, allegedly, the, yeah. you need the platform yeah. to, to stand by your and I did, I did a bit of a Google search and there were others, local ones as well, where people had disastrous know, things that didn't match the, the post, the advertisement at all. And then, sorry, no help.
1: Well, if you've had any experiences with bookings.com, we'd love to hear from you on 0214460567 or on the WhatsApp line on 0725671567. You can also reach out to Wendy on her email address, consumer at NOLA, K-N-O-W-L-E-R. That's consumer at NOLA.co.za. And uh, a WhatsApp message that's come in, Wendy. Uh-huh. Uh, booking.com is a disaster from their hosts too. For their hosts too, I've managed uh, accommodation for about six years now. When I first registered my property, I tried two platforms. I sent photos and descriptions to both for registration. Airbnb worked fine, and my listing was up within a few days. Their service was great, and they are easy to reach. And when there is a question or problem, Booking.com, on the other hand, insists. On sending um, a postcard to verify the address. This didn't arrive, so I requested they resend it twice after more than a year um later three postcards arrived on um the, the same day with different verification codes uh, they only insisted on uh, re- rewriting my description which ha- i had absolutely no relation to my property and would not accept the description uh, that had, uh, that they had given me so That's yeah, a perspective yeah once of, again. A, of a host yeah. the
2: accommodation owner yes
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah once again and if you've had any queries with uh, with bookings.com uh, or with any one of the platforms, we'd love to hear from you on 21 or on the WhatsApp line on zero seven two five six seven one five six seven. 1567 But Wendy, brand reputation and brand protection is so important. And the key thing comes out when we start looking at the reaction when you actually lay a complaint. When everything goes fine, it's good. What is the difference then it- between bookings.com and, and Airbnb? Because you've experienced this.
2: I have. So look, there are many, many platforms, many that are uh, massive here locally, but since we're talking about an overseas booking, um, and by way of contrast, earlier this year, I engaged with Airbnb's media people about um, some disappointing guest experiences. And in our exchanges, I got this comment from Airbnb, as cancellations by hosts, because I remember... Well, they didn't cancel Tony's host. they they claimed he was a no show, but you would have um, a situation where there is a cancellation from the host part for whatever reason. Um, this can have serious implications for a guest trip. So we enforce strict penalties like fees and blocking listing calendars for the same dates, unless the reason meets certain. Limited exceptions. Under our guest refund policy, if a host cancels on check-in, we will rebook the guest into a new listing of equal or greater value or offer 100% of their money back. As I say, of course, in the Heath's case, they, the host claims that they didn't cancel. The guest didn't show up. But essentially, that's what they did. They canceled this booking unilaterally mm. because someone had the temerity to say, but your shower is not functional. Um, and then charge them in full. And the platform saying, okay, well, here's your 25 euros. Be happy. You paid 117, but hey, this is the best we can do. So moral of the story is, and I say this over and over again on all my platforms, plan for the best. Sorry, expect the best and plan for the worst. So when before you make bookings on these platforms, do a bit of research as to what recourse you would have if you arrived and... The free Wi-Fi was non-existent. There was no Wi-Fi. That was one of the other complaints I had. The sea view wasn't there, whatever. One person said it was two bedrooms. She got one room with two beds in it. Um, It's all out of my case files. And then find out what backup you would get. What recourse would you have if the host simply folded their arms and said toughies? Would the platform refund you? Would they get involved or would they just say, Sorry, we're not the legal entity here. It's very important to know these mm. things
1: and read the reviews because that the reviews too.
2: although are, as we can tell yeah. from this case, um the Heaths were, were were labeled no shows and weren't able to leave a review. Um so you know they they there might have been others that had had them had that happen to them when they complained about something not working, but they re, they weren't able to leave a review so you don't get that. It's quite a disturbing case all in all, which is why I wanted to ventilate
1: mm. it. And I think getting stranded overseas is it's such a difficult thing. Much you know, more serious you, than you, here. Yeah, you yeah. don't know and it, it's expensive. It costs you oh. money. It costs you quite a bit of money. Another WhatsApp message coming in of 0725671567 I always use bookings.com and recently booked 14 nights in New York City on free cancellation and I've seen a number of platforms actually offer this Wendy. Free cancellation and you only pay when you get there. Then decided to knock three nights off so I could go to Washington. Surprise. Surprisingly, my rates actually went up and uh, there's a manage uh, your booking section uh, to change your bookings, which I used. Obviously, they um, they don't get back to my repeated queries. And it comes from Lisa and Clema. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you cut your, sure. your book which for… plans yeah. change
2: and you think you've got free cancellation. I'd love to know more about that, why it actually went up. But um, when she left three nights earlier… Um, this what was so sort of interesting about this case was the with the Basil faultiness of it, and that he threw a busy fit when someone complained and literally chucked them out, and then said there were no shows. And I, I would love to know if that's ever happened to anyone else. That's quite an extreme thing, so I would imagine not too often. But clearly, this kind of scenario can happen. And how do you hit back when? It's the host's word against yours. They said you were no show. Well first of all take your own pictures. But other than that, you would be entitled, certainly in my book, to a full refund. And and um and what if that doesn't happen? It's just sorry for you if it's not good enough.
1: Chatting to Wendy Nola this afternoon, consumer journalist, and you can send any of your queries to 0725671567. What has your experience been with both B as well as Booking.com? Another WhatsApp message, Wendy. I had a bad experience in Singapore, similar um, actually to hotel. Um, water on a timer. Uh, full of shampoo and soap. I was told will only uh, get water next morning because this is obviously uh, prepaid water. And my fault for not doing homework, um, it was in a red light district, hence the timer on the water. And no English at reception, that's even worse. Um, it was just me and I'm uh, pretty used to basic Um, had a laugh and a story to tell. Uh, Bookings.com didn't reveal the water thing and uh, made the hotel look amazing and they didn't respond. And and this is the key. They didn't respond and really not worth the bad energy following up. I just never used them again. Uh, And I used to travel... Uh, that way extensively always take photos and videos as wendy says uh, if you have uh, the if you have presence of mind uh, not cool ever especially for the elderly so this is also the problem i mean a lot of people travel. yes a lot of people travel when you are 55 60 because now you've um, you've got the time and you've (laughs) amassed enough money to travel and and this is this is crazy. A water on I a timer. I would never
2: so. That's, I can add that. Thank you so much for that um, account because now I can add that to my list of things to ask. I mean, have you ever? You, can I expect you know a constant mm. water flow uh, uh, instead of a timer? Well, you, I mean you can't account for general outages, don't we know in South Africa? But I mean that was a system that was a, um, a deliberate, um, controlled by the establishment kind of situation where the water was <laughs> only available for certain, on certain hours or during certain hours. Oh, that's mm. that's that's a new one. Thank you.
1: And translation, you must um, download something on your phone to actually uh, have something that's in that's terms that's tra- of ta- the translation when you have no English. Ad- and, and
2: shampoo them. in your eyes <laughs> K Talk. Consumer Talk. Call now on O two One Double Four Six O five six seven.
1: If you've had those experiences with Airbnb or Bookings.com, we'd love to hear from you. Booking.com are listing properties with old pictures. And that's another Is one. Is that an, gonna, a listener Yeah, allegation. that's yeah. a WhatsApp message that's coming. They allow guests to rate and review properties. I often wonder if they are legitimate reviews. As I booked with a hotel in Turkey, once again, mm-hmm. uh, they had a score of 9.1. But when we arrived there, uh, the host took us to a room that had not been cleaned. The beds were not not made up. Uh, yep. The room was stinking of stale tobacco. The floor was filthy. The host made an excuse that he thought uh, we were tired. Hence, he allowed us into the room before check-in time. That's also a, a key thing, you know. Is well,
2: it, it depends how, how that went down, whether they insisted on on, on getting early um, access or whether they... they that was only sort of dropped in after they got to, were shown to the room and it found to be in a terrible state. Mm. So, that one would need to be a bit interrogated. But,
1: but yeah, always, it's. I always ask, can I check in early? And yeah. then they will tell me, no, we haven't cleaned the room yet. You can sit in the lobby for an hour or take a walk it for an hour. It doesn't or two. sound
2: like that conversation happened before they were shown to the room. So, mm. But we don't know for sure. Um,
1: Wendy Nola, our consumer journalist, with us uh, this afternoon and chatting to us. Um, we 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 switched to the second topic. Yes, this is what, it's completely this different. Is, it's completely different. Can a previously frozen item be labelled fresh? And Kathy didn't actually no, think so. No,
2: she emailed us to say, I've recently had correspondence with Woolworth regarding their fresh gnocchi, which has now run dry. Not the gnocchi, but the correspondence. <laughs> she wrote... Um, this was her email to Willis in mid-August. I bought two packs of fresh gnocchi last week. Couldn't eat them on the day, so I popped them in the freezer. Took them out today to cook later. Turned over the pack and it says not suitable for home freezing. Free, previously frozen. One, surely this label should be visible on the front of the package. Two, how can it be labelled fresh gnocchi if it was previously frozen? To be honest, I'm going to cook it anyway, but I feel slightly cheated. Would appreciate an exclamation. Thanks. Well, this came back, as all the food retailers tend to do, and ask for more information, when you bought it, what the code, are, all the rest. So, which, to me, it's, a, it's just a knee-jerk thing. It's not really necessary. You're asking about a label. It doesn't matter when you bought it. You've sent a picture of it. Mm. it you know, when and where and how you bought it is irrelevant. But, okay. Um so she complied, and um, several weeks later, and it's about three weeks later, she got a response saying, please accept our sincere apologies for the disappointment and inconvenience caused, as well as for the delay in replying to you. The quality of all our products is uh, is Wilbur's well, first priority, and we appreciate it when customers take the trouble. It And then comes the actual answer. It is standard protocol to have freezing instructions on the back of pack as the gnocchi is refrigerated uh, And as the gnocchi is refrigerated, it is classified as fresh. And she said she wasn't happy with the explanation, and nor was I. Um, So she went back and said, um, it is is standard protocol to have freezing instructions on the back of a pack, of course. Um, But if I buy... A product called fresh gnocchi, I expect it was cooked within a day before and kept in the cold chain until sold. I don't expect it has been defrosted first. So I ask you, can Woolworths technically defrost any food, sell it from the fridge marked as fresh and place a label on the back of the pack stating previously frozen? Would this be the case for a chicken pie or the picnic snacks such as meatballs or chicken wings or fish cutlets or milk? In any other store I've been, if a product has been previously frozen, that label is on the front of the packaging. That's not called fresh. She didn't get a response, which is when she emailed us and that's always a lesson for corporates. Mm. Um, if you, if you, you're obviously dealing with someone that you know is, is adamant about getting an answer, if you ignore them, they'll take it to a public platform or potentially public one in our case. So I took up her case with Woolies and I pointed out, well, it might be standard practice, although I assume what they're referring to as standard practice was Saying on the back of the pack that you can, this, this is either suitable or not suitable for home freezing. Um, I pointed out that there are regulations relating to the labeling and advertising of foods, commonly referred to as R146. And in it, it states this Food products that were frozen and then thawed for subsequent sale shall not be labeled fresh and shall include the words previously frozen on the label in bold uppercase letters, in other words, capitals. Um, In the case of cooked or partly cooked frozen food products which have been thawed for subsequent sales, they'll be accompanied by a notice with the words previously frozen, do not refreeze um, in clear view of, of the customer. So, well, he's got back to me to say, in order to provide customers with authentic Italian pasta, a number of pasta products are imported from Vicenza, I hope I'm saying that right, in Italy, where they are produced by a specialist in the making of filled pasta since 1882. These imported pasta products are imported frozen and sold chilled or refrigerated. As correctly noted, as per 146 products that are previously frozen may not be described as fresh. The incorrect word fresh is being removed from the packaging of two imported pasta products as soon as possible. Now they've got to repackage these products. And they are fresh gnocchi Italian potato dumplings, 400 grams, and fresh spaghetti, 250 grams. So well done, Kathy, on flagging that with me. Um and uh, uh, we'll end ended with, please accept our apology for this oversight. I think it's Cathy that deserves a really big apology because when she pointed it out, they, they, she got a, a swervy answer that didn't address what she was actually trying to mm. convey, the actual issue. And it was only when I took it up that they went, oh, okay, this is a mistake and we're going to fix
1: it now. My problem basically, in, and I think a number of people experience this, is the fact that a, a retailers think they can slap any label, especially onto food items. You know, and and it is so essential now that children are a lot more susceptible to to allergies and these kind of things that those food labels be absolutely correct. And also for people who are vegan or are vegetarian, those food labels need to be absolutely correct, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think this was some kind of oversight. Um, this retailer is not known for just playing fast and loose with, with their labelling. So it is a bit um, puzzling as to how this happened. And for me, the issue is that Cathy didn't get the answer that uh, that she should have got, and they didn't correct it or realise the error when she raised it, only when I did. And that's something that their people should have a, a bit of a long look at.
1: Take your consumers quite seriously. 0725671567. Wendy, a, a WhatsApp message. Hello, something I've always wanted to ask, Wendy... Is it acceptable when meat is labelled, uh, might be previously frozen and might be imported? Surely they must uh, know what they're selling. I've seen this at Spa and Pick and Pay, especially on tail It comes from Norma.
2: That's an interesting one. I don't think, and I've just read from the regulation, I don't think there's any... What they're doing there is saving on the packaging because some, uh, um, sometimes it will be... Um, previously frozen and sometimes it won't. But the con- it's very two very conflicting pieces of information and in the one case consumers will feel comfortable putting the product in the freezer because it hasn't been previously frozen and in the other case they won't and shouldn't because it's not considered good uh, food safety practice to, to refreeze something that's already been thawed. So I don't think that that's strictly okay. I do know, and there's only one the one case I know of where they can put either or, and a lot of people raise it, is with honey because the source of honey varies so much. They can't, they'll say origin Brazil, stroke China, stroke South Africa, and they'll put all the possibles there because the legislators felt that it would be unreasonable for them to have to have a whole new label every time the honey blend or whatever Changed the, the, the volatile, um, you know, source. Um, so that's the only if situation I know of in Regulation One Four Six. If I would love to be put right if I'm wrong, but uh, I would, if you could email me that, um, mm. I would. Um, well, it's a straightforward question. I suppose I can pose it myself, but I'd yeah. like to see a picture actually of that maybe. Kind of situation may be previously frozen or may be imported because I'd like to take that up with with the regulators and food labelling um, experts.
1: There's there's a very um, big push in, in the food industry to know exactly where your food comes from and, and whether your so. food, food has been ethically sourced. So Norma, you can get a hold of Wendy at uh, consumer at NOLA. It's K-N-O-W-L-E-R dot co dot z. It's Wendy Nola chatting to us this afternoon. Just one little voice note on booking.com to finish uh, the program with this afternoon, Wendy.
2: Okay.
1: Hi, good day. I use booking.com regularly. I'm a What do they call it? Frequent guests, so get special rates as well. Uh, I used it locally and I've used it in uh, Thailand and Bali. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was hidden gems that I found via Booking.com and all my experiences were good. So I've got nothing bad to say. So far all the accommodation that I booked was exactly what uh, it said on the actual uh, website and the pictures etc everything you just have to browse properly and make sure you choose the right one and read the reviews
2: thanks for that i'm sure that it's lovely for balance and as we said um tony himself who had this awful experience in turkey had had 11 10 to 11 years of of wonderful experiences um the point of the discussion was What what occasionally things will go wrong, and what support can you expect, if any, from the booking platform? And to just throw that out, and so that people are aware that you must have interrogate the policies because. You know, when it's when something goes wrong with a relationship, that is the real test of it. Um, and, and when you see what support mm. you have or don't.
1: Nobody complains when things go, go right. right. <laughs> yes, and
2: I mean that's good. I'm th- I'm thankful for that yeah. voice note because, as I said, and I've been at pains to say throughout, most of these experiences on all platforms, mm. I'm pretty sure, are are really great, and it's a wonderful service. Things we uh, platforms we didn't have years ago and could have benefited from, but there does need to be some really. Um, tangible support when the the odd time when something doesn't go right.
1: Wendy Nola chats to us every Wednesday between two o'clock and three o'clock. You can reach Wendy if you have a consumer query at uh, consumer at nola.co.za.